Hello everybody and welcome back to episode 32 of season 2 of The Batter, a variety in gaming podcast hosted by yours truly, Katie Cupcake, and we got a full house today. I've got a couple of co-hosts, or a few co-hosts I should say, and you know, the correct, I was going to say vernacular, but I don't think that's the right word. Anyways, we have Mr. Ren. Hello, my name is Ren, where my icon <laughs> matches the way I feel inside because I'm being held in a basement where I'm forced to drink freshened up and plenty of curve mobile games. Hello. Who I guess we should just we just we just should get right into it, right? So Toki and Ren were last editions. Ren last minute decided that he was going to join me and Mr. And then Toki decided that she wasn't mentally prepared enough to stream any longer this evening. Now, Toki, do you want to tell the crowd what happened or did you want someone to summarize for you? So we're just unpacking my, yeah, we're my just, trauma tonight? Yes, yes. Because it's maybe by the end of the episode, they'll forget <laughs> about your trauma. I don't think it'll be forgotten. Uh, all I Somebody chose clips to do it. Go through, it could be. <laughs> all I chose to do was go through my old clip that I made on my channel and any other channels. And I went to delete one. And I somehow deleted every clip I've ever made. So that yes, guys, that does include clips she's made on anyone else's channel. So everything that she has ever composed on her own has been yeeted into the ether with no hope of return. No. <laughs> uh, it's unfortunate. It's funny. We've cried. We've laughed. We've we laughed and then cried. And now she's joining us to host this podcast. So if you're wondering, hey, I thought Toki clipped this one thing. Yeah, it's gone forever. She is a professional content creator and she doesn't need yep. to do her own clips. She's relying on everyone else. Yep. She's no longer an admin of her Twitch channel. It is controlled by her moderators. <laughs> she has given up the reins, so to speak. Um, I had more jokes, but we kind of, I kind of already did them in the pre-show where we were all just fucking around and getting ready to record. There were some good ones. I inflicted self-emotional damage, okay? Yeah, yeah, she inflicted pain. I quoted the, <laughs> I quoted the Princess Bride with, to the death, no, to the pain, because she, she definitely brought herself to the pain of the situation. But she is laughing. She is recovering well <laughs> i'll also having an existential crisis yeah tomorrow she'll wake up and then she'll go i really did that didn't i <laughs> and then we will just go on being content creators and churning out content because that's what we're destined to do i'm just kidding she will be back to stream it. tomorrow, though. Don't, don't manage your own clips on your own channel. Hire somebody else to do it for you, and then if they fuck up, you can sue them. Or, or just do it right the first time. Damn! Oh. <laughs> He's coming for the throat! <laughs> Reminder to Toki not to mod Mr. <laughs> <laughs> He has lost his his foreseeable future 
abilities of being a mod for being if too sexy. If all my mods, what's it make any difference? Hey, hey, you two are my mods and you fucking bully the shit out of me, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> 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 now you know what it feels like to be on the other side. It ain't fun, is it? I'm just kidding. It's actually a lot of fun. But yeah, if you're not bullying, if you're not being bullied by your mods, then are you even a streamer? No. Because, like, the streamer is just the entertainer. The the mods kind of, like, make sure everything stays smooth, you know? So, or they just laugh at your pain and make clips of it. But Toki's no longer <laughs> allowed that If privilege. only somebody could have clipped me deleting all my clips. <laughs> she needs, like, a voiceover, like a Morgan... Freeman voiceover <laughs> telling her what she's doing on her day-to-day -day basis. I wish. And so, and she thought that she was going to do something good for herself, when in fact, that was not the case. <laughs> she caused herself more emotional trauma than she's ever experienced. Well, that's a bit <laughs> of a stretch. In the, in the streamer world. In the... the okay. Other than that one thing that happened, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> At least the clip of Ashley getting clothesline is, hasn't been deleted. That's because someone else did it. <laughs> I know, that was me. But it was the best clip ever. That was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> clotheslined, I laugh at it. Bro, you <laughs> laughed so hard you couldn't breathe. <laughs> uh, Alright, I think that's enough, you know, tearing into Toki. We'll get into the next topic, which is a Dead by Daylight topic. Sorry, I got distracted by a funny Mr. Sent Me, and now I've been derailed for the rest this is not of the, the time evening. For sending memes. Oh, it was terrible. So, so Game Rant wrote an article about Dead by Daylight and how they should pull the trigger on adding. A huge horror icon to the series. We've seen a huge influx in major characters added to the game recently and there's always been DLC from horror movies done from you know I think year two is when they got their first license but what are you guys's opinion on Pennywise being added to Dead by Daylight? Mr. was kind of against it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I very indifferent about it. I just think it's weird to bring in another clown. Like, but, I mean, Hillbilly was their version of Baba before they got the license for Leatherface. And then you have the Singularity and Alien, which isn't the same type of species, but, like, the area in which like the it's just it's it just makes it would make sense for it to be added because of everything else that has been added and we're never gonna get Jason Voorhees probably so <laughs> as we, we we talked about it on a previous podcast and Eichenberg had brought it up in chat one night about how one 
set of people have the rights to have one set of JSON and the other have another set. So that's very convoluted and weird. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think Pennywise could be an interesting addition, although I don't know what his abilities would really be. Like, if I'm not seeing him dance around the map like he does in the movie, <laughs> I don't want it. We all float here. Yes. Bill Skarsgård played an amazing Pennywise, by the way. And the, specifically, they were referencing his version, it looks like, as well. Not... <clears throat> Tim Curry? Yeah, not Tim Curry's. I almost called him... Never mind. We're moving on. Okay. But what's the next topic? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think it would be a bad addition. I just feel like it would be similar. I guess they could use a similar mechanic to what Alien uses and have like tunnels that brings you underground. And you could incorporate some of the event things that they just had for the Halloween with like the faux world, and you could be brought under there, and the survivors would have to go in to save you or something like that. But I feel like like that would just be a bit too much for the it's game. And you could add him in as a skin to the clown, to Deb, you know, behaviors version of clown. But the bottles don't make sense for Pennywise. Right. But if they could do it in a way that made sense, and that might be why they haven't added it. All the other killers they've added they were able to form into making sense for the Dead by Daylight universe. And with the entity and everything. And that might just be something that they haven't been able to creatively persuade anybody into creating because they're just like, well, yeah, that would be cool, but it's kind of convoluted. And they do try to keep things fairly simple and straightforward. Like, yeah, we have... Ellen Ripley, she has a thing, what is it called, like a nitrogen bomb or something that she puts on the pallets, but, and then we have the turrets to get rid of the alien, and you can cleanse the portals for Demogorgon, there are ways that they can incorporate the idea of it, Xenomorph goes into tunnels, but I just feel like, you know, the development side of things, it would be harder to... Um, incorporate into into the game than other killers have been. Not to say that I'm not open to the idea of it, because it would be cool. But like Toki said, like we need to have like at the end of the match, if the killer gets like a kill, I don't want to say a 4K because a 4K can be hard depending on like your you know MMR and everything, skill based matchmaking skills. <clears throat> whatever you want to call the bullshit lies that they feed us for skill. <laughs> um, he could do like a little jig at the end of the match, mm -hmm. but it would have to be like in third party. Cause you wouldn't like a third person. Cause you wouldn't be able to see it. So you'd have to have like a Chucky type of view, but that is something new that they also integrated into dead by daylight was the third person. Not newer, but they, they really, did a good job with Chucky in that respect. I do think, like, we've all gone enough against enough Chucky's. <laughs> in regards to that, it's Chucky's not necessarily quote-unquote third person. It's just because Chucky is so small, it seems that way. 
but because of where the aspect of his ghost is when you get picked up you are essentially still in first person yeah I, they they reference it as a third person for some reason and i don't know why but i mean they have they have expanded in the last when did i start playing in 2018 i'd say in 2020 so we're going on four years now. The last four years, they've kind of really expanded on their abilities as a development team because uh, I joined and then Legion was new and in the summer, I started playing in April of 2018. And so I've seen a lot of killers go through a lot of changes too because the game was pretty basic no changes made to it when I first started playing and then they started like making major changes to killers and perks and all of the things that you know in the name of <laughs> balancing the game that <clears throat> you know it's never going to happen because they don't really uh, understand the game mechanics and how to do that it seems but that's another topic for another day <laughs> uh you know at one point, Noed was just, like, base. It wasn't a totem, so you were pretty fucked. The hatch mechanic changed a lot. So. Yep. I don't know. They could add Pennywise, think, but. I don't think it would be difficult for them to get a hold of the Bill Skarsgård version, because that's owned through Warner Brothers, as was Chucky. Mm-hmm. Well, they have that gateway open unless they're wanting specifically the Stephen King novel version they wouldn't have to talk with him yeah I don't I don't really think that I would care either way which one they would add I think a lot of people would be more open to the idea of having the Bill Skarsgård version just because a lot of people fell in love with like <sighs> his performance of it. But, I mean, was that your only thoughts, babe? Was, like, we already have a clown, so why do we need another, or? I, it's just that, and I just don't where he would fit in. Like, it's just weird that that's the thing everybody wants with the, like, plethora of licensed killers that they could have that everybody's go-to seems to be Pennywise. I mean, the secondary tends to be Art the Clown for a lot of people. Who? Art the Clown from Terrifier. Never seen it. I haven't seen it. Should we add that to our movie no, suggestions? <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a very slasher, gore-heavy film. So yes. So was uh, uh what did we just finish watching the series of? Well, like the base series, what was it called? A hatchet. Oh yeah, hatchet. We still have one more of them to come. That was pretty gory. <laughs> In like a bad. stupid gory way, but yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to find my movie suggestions. What was it called? Terrifier. Ren, do you have any lasting thoughts on it being added to Dead by Daylight? Um, who do you think would be the survivor for that? Or you just think this out with Pennywise and not a survivor with it? What's the... Oh my god, I'm drawing a huge blank. Who's the 
Because I doubt they're going to add children to be survivors. If you go off of it two, they're adults. Sa same with the end of the original movie. They go back as adults. Okay. So I see. it could be any of them. They could do like one of the main ones and then do, what do you call it? Like skin changes for the other characters. I'm I'm not really sure how I feel about giving more killers like a a transversing tunnel um mm. ability because it just feels like that's a trend in the newer killers um and it's sort of like it feels like there's like kind of more of a gap close for um killers um mm -hmm. where there's like more more mistakes they can make and that doesn't really affect them because they can easily make it up for just like taking a tunnel or whatever it is and even like um I don't feel like the flamethrower mechanic really does a whole lot in terms of like slowing down the alien really that much. No, they have to get attacked. They have to be like standing in it for a long period of time for it to really. It basically knocks mm -hmm. them out of um, fast as fuck boy mode. <clears throat> right. And they need to be um, standing in it for a while. And and even like you know even in that like. Um, um, mount mode, you know, they have that ability to do this range attack that seems really long, um, even though there's like a skill mechanic to it as well, there's not really like I don't feel like there's really a downtime for it as well, like it's not like Gunslinger where you have to take that moment to reload the harpoon, it just kind of seems like very instantaneously like reload Yeah, it it is, it's, it's permanent until they get knocked out of it um, And there's been like a lot of and as a survivor main, of course, like there just seems to be like a lot of um, survivor nerfs. Like there was like the, the nerf of Dead Hard, and then there was like the nerfs to Blast Mine. So there's like a lot of a lot Decisive of things. Strike. Yeah, mm -hmm. there are a lot of things that were used to like disable killers and prevent them from doing certain things. And like even the camping thing that was like redone or whatever is very lackluster. Um, so yeah. it, it it's just very. I, I... I have something to say about the camp mechanic. The <laughs> fact that 90% of the survivors, when I play solo queue, don't know how it works when the killer is camping you, yep. but they don't leave so that then you can get off, Yep. Is it, it frustrates me. Or they like, sit there and fucking eat? loop the killer in front of you like, hello, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing getting me killed? So I, I feel like they, I feel like they think that they're trying, you know what I mean? No, they do because Matthew Cote's famous quote is, I think we've done a pretty good job so far. Well, he's the PR guy. He's got to say that. Yeah. But I mean, they're not going to outwardly say, hey, yeah, yeah. And this year we really fucking sucked because decisive strikes specifically I when I first that. joined, Dead by Daylight, Decisive Strike was, like, constant. I, I I think anytime, I feel like, and this is just what I remember, I don't know if this is accurate, and I don't know if we can Carfax it, because it's gone through changes, and I don't know what it originally was, but I feel like every time you were downed, you were able to, like, hit the skill check to get off, and then it was obviously nerfed to, I think it was changed to, like, once her hook and then it changed to just once in general which 
I don't know. I feel like that's an anti-tunnel mechanic. Conspicuous action, you lose it. Right. So I feel like if you are being tunneled, obviously you're not gonna go touch a generator. Like, you know, I think I don't think healing yourself should count because with the nerfs to medkits and circle of healing, not you know you can't heal yourself within circle of healing without a medkit now. Um, I just I just feel like it got nerfed to the ground and it was a a good anti-tunnel perk. Like sure people abused it, but like survivors are always going to find a way to make perks work in their favor to <laughs> making killer lives miserable. <laughs> and can be said about killers on their side. Right. Like that one when um overcharging was it was it overcharge and merciless? Oh, I thought it was Overcharge and Call of Brine. Yeah, that was miserable. That was a miserable experience as a survivor. And at some point, I kind of turned into like a little bit of a killer main for a while because it got so awful playing as survivor that I would only have fun playing as killer. And I'm like, if anything, I want to be able to play the roles like both. Like I want to enjoy both of the roles and I don't want it to be this like I'm going to get my ass hand like I'm going to get tunneled out every match as a survivor which yeah that pretty much happens or as a killer I'm getting freaking stomped on because I don't play killer enough and my skills aren't matching the survivors I'm going up against <clears throat> I don't know I feel like that's a, that's like a two way thing though because there, you with practice you can get better at both those mm -hmm. things, mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of people don't put in the effort to like actually like practice like doing like the dodges or or learning like how to be a better killer and things like that, um and it, and it's like you know there's like a, a stress factor like that's involved to like both roles as well, um and you know the for survivor side it's like the fear aspect of it as well. Um, for certain people, not per se myself, but for other people, like it can be a fear thing as well. Mm -hmm. um, and like the added stress of like, oh, you don't want to let your team down, like you want to perform well as well. So there's a lot of like, you know, factors that go into like being a, a good survivor or a good killer. But like, for example, um, I don't think the perk, the, the Chucky perk that allows um, things like friends till the end, that's the one where you hook somebody. Yeah. And then like and they get like, visibility of another survivor and it's like an, it's an instant down they hit them like even if they're healthy i think that's really just not necessary like why is that a perk that changed right because it wasn't i think it was different on the ptb and then it changed but trucky trucky had a lot we had a lot of hope for trucky because he seemed really good on the ptb but he seems a little bit too much now that he's been pushed out to live servers. And it's just boring to play. It was like boring and also just like, oh, here we go. Because it's always the same thing. It was like Nemesis for a while. Like Nemesis has always did the same things no matter who was playing him or what. It was always like a, a tunnel get somebody out and then go back and tunnel the next person out that you get downed, etc. Mm -hmm. And I think because I've been playing the game for so long, I do recognize that I can get better at the game, 
but at this point I just want to play it and enjoy it and I don't want to I don't necessarily want to think about what I'm having to do to play the game so much as just like I want my muscle memory to do like the hard stuff for me and then I can goof off with my friends and have a good time like it used to be because that's what I used to do and now it got to the point where like if I'm not trying then I'm getting tunneled out and even if I do try and I I do it's still it's still not usually great for me so I don't play it as much as I used to because of those things which is unfortunate because it was a game that I really really enjoyed I put a lot of hours in with a lot of different people I met a lot of people because of the game <clears throat> but mm -hmm. what was that oh, th there was our normal tangent off <laughs> well I'd like to go back to the days of Dead by Daylight before the 2.0 upgrade and before Haddonfield was reworked. Yeah, I, I do like miss old Haddonfield. Trickster was released and fucking Michaela was released because the boon ruined ruined it for me. I love Michaela, but I do agree the boons have become like the new meta. Like it's almost like they try to come up with a new boon idea for every survivor now. Yeah. Because Alan Wake has a boon, right? Well, mm -hmm. let's talk about Alan Wake for a yeah. second. The, it, most of Alan Wake's kit, and this was like, I saw this like survey off YouTube, that most of his kit is just kind of useless. Except yeah. for like the one where he is able to blind the killer, and I forget what happens when he blinds the and killer. You, but you move a little faster while flying. And they get hindered for like five seconds i think yeah and so i like there has been a consistent thing with survivors where they just release survivors with really bad perks yeah. like there's mm -hmm. one perk out of all three perks that's like usable in some sense and everything else is just garbage and it doesn't make any sense to me like why would you make a game with characters in it who have just garbage perks because the killer's perks are always stronger too that's the thing it's like they're yeah. adding these perks that are really strong for killer and there's when I first started playing DVD, the survivor and killer that got released together, it was like they had ways of countering the abilities of the other one. And now it's just like whatever they can the think of creatively. <laughs> I miss like, the days where 316 a killer was easy because of the running animation. The day they oh changed gosh. that, oh my god. I missed that too. <laughs> yeah. And, and don't get me wrong, I love that they put the effort and, and you know, have their art team really put in the effort of making more beautiful maps and, and everything. It's just when they reworked them, they didn't always think about the usefulness of something that had existed in the old map, which put it puts both sides at a detriment depending on what it was. Like the game got reworked and there's like 30 fucking pallets on the map. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to request that certain maps get their brightness increased ever so slightly by default. Yes. Because I don't, I can't play the game with default TV settings with their darkness. I'm like, I can't see where I'm going. It's a black screen. Well, the caveat to that is I needed a dimmer, dimmer for maps like the, the corn maps and mm -hmm. um, Irie of Crows. They're too fucking bright for me. <laughs> I would love to go back to the old lighting on the on the farm maps. Was the core map always so orange? No. No, it was more reddish green at one point. 
That's what I thought. It's been forever since it's been there. Funny. I I miss old and had to go because like while the map was like extremely huge and yeah. the buildings were complex at times, I, it still was like very fun to run across a whole map. Mm -hmm. and yeah, it, and it, now it's useful to, to survivors because you can see down the fucking street and you can see everything that's going on because of of the lighting. You can yeah. literally see the entire street. You can see both sides of of the houses and in front of the houses because. Every house has a porch light on and all the street lights are on. And like in the real world, there's at least one street light that's fucking broken. And there's at least a couple of neighbors who never put on their light ever whatsoever, no matter what time of day they're coming home. So and the lo logical factor is missing for me a little bit there in the lighting aspect. I, I, would, I would love them to just bring back the old map as like an, a variant of the Haddonfields. Well, I mean, it's also bad for killers, right? Like, cell killers like Ghosty is going to stand out because you can see the entire fucking street. He can't really stealth if you're, you know, there's a lot of street gens that... That sounds like a Ghosty problem. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, Michael, too, like, it's his map and... Listen, just give Ghosty a camel you know, skin. Done. Damn, perfect. <laughs> just has a house. Turn ghost face into the race. There you go. Yeah. yeah. He, just, he just blends in. <clears throat> it's just it's just weird uh, talking about ghost face now, having seen the movies, <laughs> or the first movie at least, knowing the storyline of it all. But, any lasting thoughts on Dead by Daylight before we move on to Spyro. I'm going to slightly circle back to Alan Wake's perk. Oh, yes. I don't know who th on the design team thought it was a good idea to make a perk that makes hitting skill checks harder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, his perk is basically what? What is it? Doctor's Madness? Yes. Yes. But helpful? Yeah, but I can't even hit a normal fucking skill check 99% of the Unless time. Unless you're pairing it with autodidact all, like, 100% of the time, there's no point. Right. Or hyperfocus. Uh, that would make it even worse. Or, um, fast track, too. Yeah. Well, fast track's not bad. Listen, it's bitch, I can't hit normal work. skill checks. Anything that makes things smaller for me sucks ass. <laughs> well, what about his boom? Yeah, the boon is even worse. I don't even opinion. remember what the boon I mean, does. I, I just knew it existed. I guess useful to people who are learning the maps. If it is, you're not sure where a gen is or a chest. So oh, yeah, 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 okay. Just yeah. use a map. Yeah, because when, once you're in the boon's um, radius, all the all chests and generators are blue. Yeah. And if you... If you have a lit totem, you cleanse <clears throat> any boons. Six, eight, and ten percent faster. So it's like it can counter Thrall of the Hunt because Thrall of the Hunt makes you cleanse totems slower. And Is then, well, I mean that's the thing is that they keep coming out with perks that are similar and. Right. They're not necessarily better than the ones that are already out, like well, Counterforce's Jill's perk. You from buying the survivor because if I don't want to perk, I don't care. The only way the the boon would make sense was if you were to bless a totem and then every generator on the map was visible to every survivor. Right. 
Right. Being in the sphere of the boon, it's not really helpful. Without having to be in it. Right, Right, because 90% of the time... Well, sometimes the totems aren't even near a generator. No. Or it's already done, and the person is just lighting a boon to light a boon, which is just wasting time, which killers can be grateful for, but it's frustrating when you're playing solo queue and you're just trying to fucking get a challenge done. (laughs) Sorry. It's it's just it's weird. It again the most similar thing to this is just bring a map with the add-ons, right? Or don't and learn learn the maps. Oh, that. Don't know where a gen is. Tilt your camera up slightly. <laughs> right. I mean. They are integrating the field of view changes for killers too, which could be problematic for survivors. Yeah. Because it's basically, I mean, it's not anything more than what, um, what do you call it? Shadowborn would give you, but it's like a permanent increase without the perk. <clears throat> Sorry, I just got one of my, my paintings. I don't know it I guess we'll just see at this point because not that our opinions really matter though they should because <laughs> it, it just feels like they don't really listen to the people playing their games as much as they say they do Anyways, let's move on to Spyro, which is a complete 180 of where we were just at. Uh, Who wants to give us an idea about why Spyro is being brought up after all of these years? Uh, What was that noise? I was sighing. (laughs) Do you not want a Spyro game? I just want a good Spyro game. And I just don't have faith in game companies anymore. <laughs> I mean, they did a good job with remastering it. Surely they can come up with another idea. Yeah, but but Crash had to suffer for it. Mm, expand on that a little more. The group that made Crash made it well, but it could have been so much better, and then moved over to help make Spyro, which excelled uh, yeah. amazingly. So you think that they split their development team up too no, early? I think, I think they used the wrong part of their development team to work on Crash. Because mm. the hitboxes on Crash were bad. The pill-shaped landing platforms, it, it, it's a platform. The platforms need to have perfect hitboxes they didn't have. But then fast forward, what, a year to Spyro, I think it was? And Spyro was almost perfect I guess that is kind of where we are at with a lot of game companies because they've pared down a lot since COVID and they're trying to do more with less and obviously we've all seen the effects of what happens once the game comes to launch it's you're uh, like I used to buy every new game that came out because I wanted to play it even if it was just eventually Right, like if I knew I'd eventually play it, I would grab it. And now there are games that I would like to play, but I'm just like, 
nope, not worth the money, not worth the money, not worth the money. And from let's, a consumer standpoint, it just sucks. <clears throat> let, let, let's talk about the company that was doing it for a second. So isn't Crash, isn't Crash and Spyro, like, I know one of the Crash games is on Blizzard Launcher, so I'm assuming Activision Activision, yes. Yes. So is, uh, I mean, isn't Blizzard and Activision the same, like, under the same wing? So why right. wasn't? Yes, and they of... just got sold to Microsoft. Yeah, so, I mean, how long ago did that game come out? This, the one you're talking about? Crash or Spyro? The the last good, like, the one that was bad. The Crash game that was bad? It was the remake. Yeah, it was the remake, and when was that? I don't remember when that was. Let me check. Was that 2022? 23? Some, some, nah, it was a little earlier, later than that. Hang on. I should I mean, because Blizzard did go through the, like, scandal with, like, you know, the... Sexism. Um, sexism, and then, like, the, the thing about, like, you know, something's tragic because of interpersonal, like, business relationship things and, and uh, you know, things you can't say on streaming platforms at all. Um, right. Yep. There, there seems to be a lot of, like, those kind of issues within game companies, especially the larger ones. And not to say that, like, you know, that's an excuse of why these games are released so badly, but it's like, you know, that is, that's kind of like one of the things that, that is a thing is like there are social problems that are happening in these companies. And on top of that as well, like, you, it's not just, I, I don't want to just even just say like there are problems with just like the crash games or anything like that, but there are like a lot of games that are released that are not like, they should not be released then. Right. Like, I, I feel like a lot of like like we have to pull the trigger now to release it now because this is when the deadline was due but it's not exactly complete right so, so we're just gonna ban it yeah we're just gonna band-aid it after the fact but i mean investors want it out but that doesn't make sense from an investor standpoint because they're not going to keep investing if it's shit because then the company will lose the money no it does it gives it gives people who have faith in your company less reason to pre-order because i haven't pre-ordered a game in three years now or purchase at like 70 dollar prices which are now right. new form which is the normal too. and i don't want to buy all of my new games for that cost of money without having results the second i buy the fucking game if I load the game and I'm immediately having game-breaking issues, then I'm going to return it and get my money back because fuck right. you. I work yeah, hard I, for my money. I, have familiar, I work like... hard for my money. Sorry. <laughs> what is that game I... called again? Cyberpunk? Yeah, I pre-ordered Oh my god, Cyberpunk. that was the worst ever. <laughs> I, I couldn't do anything about it because it was a present. I was... I was gonna buy it, but then I heard so many bad things, like, the moment it came out, I was like, yep, uh, this looks like a pass for me. It's, yeah. it's immensely better now, but the state it's... it released in was yeah. not, no, it shouldn't have. Yep, I pre-ordered it, and the first time it got delayed, I got my money back. And the investors so... want the game out because they want some of their money back, but at the end of the day, they're not coming back to those companies, which yeah. is, in the long run, is why companies are shutting down, because... They're trying to do more with less, and then it doesn't come across, and then we have shitty games that are being launched because they just want to get something out so that they have a shipped title. But it, it all just doesn't make sense because at the end of the day, consumers are more cautious. Like, we all try to be more cautious with our money since, like, COVID. You know what I mean? Like, we want 
-hmm. we want to see the value and what we're getting and if you're not giving providing that to us then you're not getting my fucking money point point period blank full stop let's talk about (laughs) um like another example so like persona 3 reload is coming out soon i'm super excited yes next month i love this right and you and it's so it's a 70 dollar price tag and it's Mm. like there are two choices to this now because it, it's amazing because now Xbox has it on Battle Pass or not Battle Game Pass. Pass yeah. <laughs> Game Pass. So it's like, do I just pay for the Persona 3 Reload on the Game Pass or Gay Pass subscription? Gay Pass versus buying, <laughs> versus buying the whole, you know, Persona 3 game itself. Like that is the the new thing we're coming into. Is like, do we just buy the passes for these consoles, or do we buy whole products? Well, I have, so me and Mr. had this conversation. I don't know if it was the last episode of the year or the first episode of the year, if it was last week or a couple of weeks ago, but we had this conversation and I said the same thing. I was like, people can just get Game Pass. I pay $14.99 a month to have Xbox Live and Xbox Game Pass and PC. So it's called Game Pass Ultimate. So I can play whatever I want on PCs and on Xbox. He uses it. I use it. It's great. And it's not that much money. I'm not paying 70 fucking dollars because at the end of the day, if there's nothing on Game Pass that's worth my time, I can cancel it. Whereas if I, you have to return the game within a certain set of time to get your full money back unless it's like for steam if you buy it on steam you have to pay less than two hours of it to get your full refund if you buy a hard copy it it depends on the retailer but you know you're you're gonna drift towards the streaming services and you know game passes and playstation premiums over the regular game because it, it's just more cost effective and and you can just uninstall it at the end of the day and it's not so it's not a hit, heavy hit that it would have been if you bought the game outright and I feel like that's going to make companies suffer too because they're not getting the price that they think that the, you know the investors should be getting because they're selling it to Game Pass for X amount of money for the length of time that they agree to for the contract etc. <clears throat> so well, I guess the next question is is like do you, do you think they're going to release DLCs on these on these passes because that's a thing too. Mm, I you feel like, like for games. So I can repeat that. You mean like for games like DLCs? Yeah, so like let's say you you buy the Persona 3 or load and there's a DLC pack with it, do you only just get the pass and then you only have access to just the regular base game? What about the DLC? If there's, there obviously is going to be DLC on it, so are you just going to have access to DLC when it comes out? It depends on the game, but nine times out of ten, they usually include the DLCs. I see. But it, it, uh, I would say it depends on the game and how new it is. Like, um, what is it? <laughs> like, usually if a game is, like has a game of the year edition or like a gold edition that's usually the version they put on the store like into yeah. game pass premium whatever you get everything unlocked so right you, off the bat whatever the best version of the game is but i mean there's also the other questions too is like you know persona i'm going to change to persona because i love persona by the way but, <laughs> but you know there, but there is a trend with persona series like where they'll release the first version and they'll release a substantial substantial another re-release version like a year or two later so like persona 5 came out and then and then persona 5 5 royal it's like 
why don't we just have Persona 5 Royal come up first? Right. I think that's just like a marketing tactic or something like that on that side of thing. Persona 5 was good though. Mm-hmm. It's on my list to play. I haven't played any of the Persona you games. Have a, you have a list bigger than Game Pass. I have a list bigger than my ass, if we're going to be honest, but that's neither here nor there, okay? Picture text. Shut um. the fuck up. <laughs> One of the biggest things I consider when it comes to games, especially if I'm going to pay full price, I consider whether or not I'm going to get full value amount of time out of it. Mm-hmm. How many times will, I, will I play essentially enough to make me back like essentially like a dollar an hour or a dollar whatever yeah if you're Is gonna it, give yourself gonna minimum wage to play to it, it, worth it right like i would i look at things like if that like nintendo games the answer is no if i'm paying myself to play these games am i getting what i am worth yep nope most of the time the answer is no I prefer indie games now or just Game Pass. Like, how many games did I play when I came over to your house last, that one, that whole week? Seven? <laughs> you went through a lot. I beat three of the Halos. Yep. Wow. Oh. Yep. So, like, yeah, what did I play? I played, I beat three, four, and five, and I started Infinite. Yes. In, like, four days. Yeah, because you weren't here. You were here for. I think a week and a half. Week and you? a half, yeah. Yeah. So instead of buying X amount of games or, pl- or buying one game and being bored because I've beaten it and I have nothing else to do now and I gotta play something old, I played three new games. Well, for me at least. That's even what I'm doing now. I'm playing Red Dead and Days Gone because I don't feel like playing or buying anything new. Because nothing new is in like gripping me. I yeah. had this slight little bit of like um what's what's the word? Not hope, but like intrigue towards the Avatar game. And then when I saw it went on sale for like forty dollars after a week, that was gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a thing that Ubisoft does anyways. They they generally do that with a lot of their games. They do it with their bad games. Yeah, well. I think Assassin's Creed Odyssey just went on sale for the first time like two months ago. <laughs> wow. That was three Assassin's Creed. <laughs> you just sound like Wilson. Wow. 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 That's like, um. Not Skyrim, because Skyrim is notorious for not ever being released and just full price. <laughs> There's a Skyrim edition for every fucking thing that's ever existed uh, in the new age. Here's the gold edition. Here's game of the year edition. Here's anniversary edition. I fucking play Skyrim. I can't. I mean, if I'm bored, I'll play it on a weekend. Yeah, but if I'm gonna buy the newest one to play for the weekend. Yeah, you wanna <laughs> buy the newest one every weekend? I wanna talk about that. Of what I spent on the anniversary edition. For- Full price. Because that's what it was, even though you got what at it? Fishing? 
and a couple other things from their uh, little play center thing. Ah, so nothing. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Well, there was a whole for a used game. <laughs> there was a giant quest line that was added to the game. Would I say that it was worth paying full price all over again? No, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> for a quest. Well, I didn't own it for my PS4, and I wasn't feeling like trying to play it on a PS3. I mean, that's different. You were buying it essentially because you didn't have another way of playing it, and you wanted to play it. I feel like that is a little bit different than. I'm gonna pull up a picture of every person. You gotta tell me which one's which. <laughs> I'll fail because I only bought the one edition when it first came out, and never again. Uh, <laughs> anyway, to to retouch again on the the original topic, which was Spyro, um, <laughs> I, I I never had had a, a big relationship with Spyro or like Crash Bandicoot or any platformer games. Like they they just weren't like my thing. But um. What was I gonna say it's it feels kind of like a Kingdom Hearts scenario where you had these games like as a child and then like fifteen years later, oh suddenly there's the next one out. Like I didn't play Kingdom Hearts three because the, the gap between two and three was so long, I was like, forget it. Two is it was so ended. good. It was so good. You have to play it. <laughs> I disagree. Okay. Is Kingdom there... Hearts. When is Kingdom Hearts four supposed to be coming out? Soon. There's a fourth one. Yes. Either making it the fourth one is here. It looks a lot more like Final Fantasy than Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I didn't like Kingdom Hearts three. I think it was too short. I thought it was too long. No, it was not long enough. For the the years <laughs> that we waited for it to come out, it was not fucking long enough. Are you joking? rather just play a Final Fantasy game. Well, yeah, I mean... Zero Disney characters. It's made by the same company, so you That's have to... I like, know. <laughs> so I guess the problem is, like, they make such great Final Fantasy games, but then Kingdom Hearts 3. Disney. Well, I didn't have a problem with the Disney. I enjoyed Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. They were great games. They were. But what Rome was saying, like, the gap between 2 and 3, 3 was not mm. worth it, in my opinion. I, I think I tried, I so I bought in 3, but I didn't touch it at all, because I was playing other games that were more time-consuming, like WoW and other things. But, like, I think I tried to return in, to turn in, like, to GameStop or somewhere, and they wouldn't take it because they had so many copies of Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> well, it was on, I think it was on Game Pass for a short amount of time, too. I think well, it's still it's on PlayStation Plus. I mean, that might be the way to go for me now. Cause well, it was a no PlayStation exclusive it. until 3 came out. You know what I mean? Like, until, like, the side, a billion side games came out, too. Which, that was that kind of turned me off on the series. It's just, like, you're, you're bringing out all these mid-games and blog games and whatever, and it's just, like, just give me Kingdom Hearts 3 with DLC that explain like, you know what I mean? Like, give me a base game that ties everything up that you're putting in the fucking side games that don't really matter to me. Oh, uh, <clears throat> I was just going to say that why tie it all up at the ending of one game when you can make four more games that you have to play all four of to learn the story? Mm-hmm. Well, they tied up the the major loose ends in in 3. I didn't know who two of the characters in 3 were because I didn't play the two games before it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that. <laughs> A dude walked on screen and I'm like, who's that? I had to Google it. <laughs> 
Yes. Oh no, he's hot. He's in like birth by sleep or something. Yeah. There was there was we'll agree that there was way too many of like the side fucking games. It's just like Which I'm okay with side games, but if you make the side games pivotal to understand the main game it it, it defeats the purpose of having a side game. <laughs> Like, these are the ones we're proud of. These are the ones that we want you to focus on the story. But you have to play the bad ones to understand what's happening. That's just a ploy to get your money. Thank you, right. YouTube. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> uh. Anyways, I did play a lot of Spyro growing up. And it's Crash Bandicoot and Spyro. And I, I'm here and open to the idea of having a new one come out. I just, we're just in this nostalgia age that I feel like for anybody who played the originals, it's probably going to be a little bit of a letdown because of what was in your head when you were playing it originally versus what you're playing now as either you're just older or like if from a child to an adult depending on what it is i think it's just going to be a little bit different <clears throat> that's like every nostalgia game mm -hmm. yeah. or it and sometimes it's good right like you play a game that you weren't really sure about when you were younger and you replay it as an adult and you're like holy shit like this makes more sense now or whatever the case may be but for the most part being in the nostalgia era where everything is being remade, redone, re-released, whatever, it's like, okay, I I see where you're coming from because of, you know, looking back statistically and, and what people would want and make sense. Don't fucking, like, don't give me floof. Like, don't fluff it up. Just... Make it something good that can stand on its own instead of something that needs to be compared to whatever the fuck. <clears throat> but we shall see on how it all plays out. Yep, all we can do is hope. Or at least all I can do is hope and hope it's a good game. Uh, or you, or you just leg. don't spend your money. True. <clears throat> I mean, that's that's it. At the end of the day, it's like either it's going to be worth our time because it's something that's intriguing to us, or something that makes sense for us, or not. <laughs> right. All right, so <laughs> we're Why are they remaking Felix the Cat, or not remaking, but putting it on Switch. All right, well, we're skipping over a couple of topics, but I guess that's a good segue. Oh, a good segue. So the, he's talking about a classic game, Felix the Cat, being ported over to Switch thirty years after its release, and I think it's just. I think they're running out of options of games to add to their Switch Online service. <laughs> Instead of just doing the ones people are asking for? Yes. I'm 
So instead of getting, what is it, like one a month or something, sometimes we get a bonus one, but and it might not even be every month. I'm not sure. But there are some great games on it, but like just give me them all at fucking once because then I'm more likely want to want to pay for the service because I can not just have access to all of the, the greatest hits, so to speak, instead of waiting to see if it's worth my, my friggin' pennies to you, because that's what it feels like being a consumer in this world. <clears throat> I never played Felix the Cat. Did anybody play it? No. <laughs> no. I know what it is, though. Okay, because my second... Second? Hello? You can do it. Let me restart my brain. My second question to that was, who has heard of it? Because I have not. <laughs> it's like Nintendo Classic being brought on, and I read it, and I'm like, what the shit is this? I've watched the show maybe yeah. once or twice. Yeah. Didn't know it was a TV show. Did I live yeah. a sheltered childhood? What the yes. fuck? <laughs> sounds right, yeah. Wasn't that Cartoon Network? <laughs> or like, Disney or something? I don't know what it was on. It was on something. In for my generation, it was Teletoon Retro. I'm thinking... It was... Okay, Canadian, calm down. <laughs> I want to say I had a videotape of, like, old cartoons. Oh, God, he's busting out the VHS children. <laughs> it was a, uh, that, because I remember... Did it, Am I misremembering? I'm, I'm Googling real quick. Why did I... And my phone's not working. Why is my phone not working? What kind of game is Felix the Cat? Was it a platformer? The platformer. Yeah. Mm. So, run would have been something that you gravitated towards. <clears throat> Anyways, I love platformers. I love the new age platformers too, which. Did anyone play the the Ducktales? Mm mm. Oh, I like that one. That was a Game Boy. I've been thinking about replaying uh, A Hat in Time on stream because it's technically a platformer, but it doesn't feel like a platformer, so to speak. Like, it definitely has its moments where it's definitely a platformer, but... I don't know. I feel weird playing the same games over on stream that I've already played on stream for some reason. But I really enjoyed that game. <laughs> I'm normally an rpg -er, but recently uh, first-person per shooters and shooters in general have been the thing lately. <laughs> Couldn't tell by how much Overwatch you've been playing. <laughs> Not just Overwatch. I, did a play I, Overwatch. I wish y'all could have seen him playing RE2. <laughs> yeah. Was it a struggle buff? It wasn't no. as bad as he thought it was gonna be. Did he play the original or the remake? Like the remake. That's why it wasn't as big. Mm. So I didn't have a dodge, but I was really angry about that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, once you hit Resident Evil 3, you've got dodge. Go back and play I only died three times. Deal with that dodge. Listen, Resident One Evil 1 was the was worst for me. accidentally my fault, but... <laughs> okay, what's next? Um... So, next would be PlayStation gamers are urged to claim free store credit they're owed. Miss Toki G, the queen of PlayStation, do you want to. <laughs> what? I wish I had that title. Oh. Can I get it? 
Add to me, Sony. Thank you. Uh, this this is in reference to the PlayStation Mobile app for the PlayStation Stars, which can be earned by completing the requirements for daily achievements and whatnot. Through that, and there has been a recent glitch where it's not actually redeeming and giving you the digital credits for PlayStation Stars. So you are urged to reach out to PlayStation support to be given compensation for it. So then that's free credit that you can use to spend on whatever. Everyone loves contacting support. Oh, yes. I mean, when free oh, shit's involved, though. Everyone loves contacting support. <laughs> Depending on how much it is, it's probably not worth it. I'm not sure. Is well, that... it, it, it all oh. depends on literally how much you're out right now. Yeah. Because uh, because I have it, I I use it. Um, you need five thousand points to get twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. What are the challenges the worth? I don't like that you can't Sometimes earn stuff for PlayStation Stars just you know from purchasing stuff yeah. off of their Zero website or through your console. It has to be through mobile. Yeah. But well, it's it's not even that. It all depends on what it is. Because sometimes it's like let's mm-hmm. see, like what's for now. Uh. An easy one, per se, would be if you play all of the PlayStation Plus games of this month, you get 50 points. All? Yeah, you have to play all of them. How many games were added this month? Uh, This month is Teardown, GTA V, Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin, Dragon Dark, Dragon's Dogma, Dark Arisen, Dead Island Definitive Edition, and Sea of Stars. Have fun uh, downloading all of those. Right, you, have to, you don't have to finish them. Well, I'm done downloading till the end of the month. But even still, you have to download them to even open them to play them. So, right. for like Kotoki was just saying, her sh- internet struggles. Exactly. So you have to play have all the And then you get 50 points. So yeah. not worth it. <laughs> 50 points isn't a lot. No. So like, if I'm going to sit on the phone for three and a half hours to make sure I'm getting my money and I end up getting back 45 coins, I, I'm, I'm annoyed I wasted that much time. Now, if you're missing something substantial, like a few thousand, maybe. Because that few thousand could be a 20 bucks. I think it's just the premise of things where you're doing these things to earn earn something, and they're just like, haha, nope, you're not fucking getting it, because fuck you, that's why. I think I a lot of people would do that out of the... Like, uh, I don't want to call it pettiness, but out of spite for the company not following through on what they promised. And, you know, if if these things don't get rectified, then it becomes, like, a civil suit, and it it just gets ugly from there. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh... Speaking of consoles, so there are Xbox-exclusive games for 2024 and beyond that are coming out. Some of these we've touched upon in the previous episode where we discussed things being added to Game Pass. I think some of them are on here, but for the most part, there's mostly new ones. So, and most of them are also going to be available on the PC version of Game Pass as well, just as a little nice thing. As I like when they when they're added to both 
and it's not like oh you get some of this and then some of that you get everything but to start off we're gonna have stalker 2 heart of chernobyl when does that come out which quarter, is they don't have a date but it's quarter one gross he was excited to play <laughs> yeah, I, play I got two games coming out on game pass this year that i'm looking forward to and then Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. Was that the one that was showed at um, the thing you went to, Ren? The Game Awards? Yeah. I, didn't I, don't see... think, I don't think Hellblade 2 was shown there. I think yeah. it was shown a few years ago. Okay. I didn't see Hellblade 2. I just saw the, the musical. Gotcha. We have Avowed, Ara, History Untold, Towerborn, 33 Immortals, Replaced... Flintlock, The Siege of Dawn, Sopa, Dungeons of Hinterberg, Dead Static Drive, Arc 2, Perfect Dark, Indiana Jones, mm -hmm. Project Mara, The Outer Worlds 2, Fable, Everwild, State of Never Decay mind. 3, Age of Mythology, Retold, Contraband, South of Midnight, Clockwork Revolution, Microsoft Flight Simulator 2024, OD, Project Maverick, The Elder Scrolls 6, Harmonium, the musical, Citizen Sleeper 2, Star Wars Vector, Routine. I've only heard of a couple of these games. And I got excited for one of them and then saw who was making it and changed my mind. Perfect Dark. Uh, I was like, ooh, a new Perfect Dark game. Sounds like fun. And then saw Bethesda's making it. Ah. I mean... Yeah, I I think Fable, Fable was on Game Pass a long ass time ago. Oh, we're putting Fable back on. The looks of it. Fable already on? Isn't Fable still on Game Pass? Okay, so this is an is a new installment to the series. Oh, they're making another Fable. So I just clicked on it to read more about it because I wasn't sure what they were adding. So. Playground Games Fable is another one we've been anxiously looking forward to since its announcement back in 2020. It's an interesting concept being both the next installment in the Fable franchise and a reboot. That hurts my brain a little bit. How can it be both? Reboot is starting over, not a remake. Oh, so they're bringing back the series essentially with this new game. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which I'm here for. I love the Fable games. The and this day and age with graphics. What what confused you about? The original trailers, if you've seen them for OD, um, it's oh, it's a I, Kojima game. That's why. Yeah. Oh, it's the one he made with Jordan Peele. Hmm. Just it's very weird because there wasn't much, you know, given for specifics about it. Mm. There's a reason for that. It's a Kojima game. <laughs> All he has to do is put his name on it and people are going to buy it. Yeah. Is it, then, is it really the case? Like that? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, I bought Death Stranding. I'm here. It was an amazing looking game. It's Delivery Man Simulator. It's a 100% walking simulator, though. That's the problem. That was the that was the problem with it, and then the enemies were just the whole thing was weird. Then they announced Death Stranding. Too. Wait, wait, what? 
You don't know about this? They made. They were making a Death Stranding two. They announced that they're making a second one. Why? It's gonna be Norman Reedus. Money. No. <laughs> Are they gonna get Monster again? No idea. Probably. Uh, for anybody who didn't play Death Stranding or know anything about it, uh, the only thing he drank was Monster. Heavily sponsored. <laughs> Heavily. Like, product placement, the movie had less product placement. That's crazy. Like, there would literally be cutscenes where the characters would walk away from a table and they'd be talking, and it would just be focused on the can of Monster, and they yep. would get blurry. <laughs> That's just weird. I don't drink that much Monster. I don't drink it at all anymore. When I when I when I didn't drink it, I didn't drink it that much. No, you bounced between a couple of. Oh, hey, speaking of which, Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora is still on sale, twenty five percent off. I just got the ad pop up on my computer. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there are games being added. Some yeah. could be good, some could not be good. I always wait until they come out. Now, like, I don't pre-order anymore. Pre-order doesn't exist. I nope. need to see it nope. in the live, in the wild, <laughs> I gotta before I trust that it's worth a cent of my money. And... Uh, I can tell you that there is one game that would be worth your money, worthwhile, so long as you, know, you, you do a lot of reading. Yeah, I do. Which, which game? This would be Baldur's Gate. Oh. I will vouch for that game till the, the end it's, it's a good game. You just need a lot of time to put into it. Let's see how many hours have I but put that's, into this game? But that's what a D&D campaign is. I've almost yeah. put almost 200 hours into this game, thank you. Yeah, but I mean, for you dedicating a lot of hours, like that's not abnormal for the type of game it is because it's replicating right. a D&D campaign and they take hours and hours to do anything. <laughs> this is true. I, I also love to be a loot goblin and explore everything. Right. Yeah. And that's where I fell apart on Baldur's Gate. Because I like... It has to be in the mood to play a game. I can't force myself to play a game. So I, hmm. I played it for like that week after I got it. And then like slowly faded off. And I'm like, you know what? I want to play Borderlands. But then I... or Baldur's Gate. Not Borderlands. Wow. Baldur's Gate. What? <laughs> What were you going to ask, Toki? I was going to ask, what platform did you buy it on? I got it on PS5. You could play with me? Yeah. Yes, he can. Why didn't you ever say something before? Because he's weird about asking people to play games. Ah, Not really. I just... Nobody else I know has one. I wanted to beat it first, but then I just never finished it. Well, then clearly the issue is you got to play with somebody. Possibly. <laughs> Toki, I think Toki wants someone to play with. Toki 100% does. I'm and I think, I think, cause, cause Toki was streaming it for a while, and she felt like people weren't enjoying it. I think when you're playing with somebody, that will make that be more. Maybe. My my biggest issue was I didn't uh, feel like it. people were enjoying me playing Inventory Simulator, cause I I am very anal about that. I got Toki's a bad word. I'm sorry, but it was necessary. I, that didn't bother me. Like, that stuff doesn't... I like when people have nice nice inventories for me to look at, and I'm not like, 
being like, what the fuck are we looking for? Because I can't see shit. <laughs> so I don't think that that was something that was necessarily an issue for a viewer, like me as a viewer. It, I didn't, that didn't bother me. It's just, I, um, I know very little about D&D, so I wasn't sure if I was going to enjoy the game. But from what I've watched, it looks like a great game. You don't need to know much about D&D. It is helpful the knowing yeah. how to build your character yeah. while you're playing. But other than that, you can just go in blind. Yeah, that was... Just to read. Yeah, that, that was my thing. Because I saw people playing it, and I was just like, oh... Okay, it's it's D and D the game. All right, probably not my game. And then I was talking to my cousin about it, and when he had the convincing line for me was he had stumbled a, into a pit of spiders, who he then convinced to unionize and attack the goblins. I was like, all right, yes, I can think of a plan. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll give yeah. it a shot. <laughs> Almost anything you can think of to do for a situation is doable. Yeah. I love that that is an aspect in this game. Yeah, I think... I mean, I think I would enjoy playing it if I got it. It would just yes, be a little bit of a learning curve, probably. Definitely. I will teach it's, you everything. It's a game <laughs> where you're going to play it for two hours with this build and then go, you know what, it was probably a smarter idea for me to do this build, and you reset and do it again. Toki uh -huh. will be my tour guide this evening. I will! <laughs> Does that have cross-platform? No. They are still working on that. It was something that was very much so right. promised that they will yes. implement. The game's good enough to when. It's a matter of when, because Sony is their biggest yeah. obstacle when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Sony doesn't like working well with others. No. But yet they're still willing to do it for Call of Duty. <laughs> Their current issues that they're working on right now is that there is some big issues with the Xbox release of Baldur's Gate that they're getting sorted out on Xbox's end, because it's not the game, it's Xbox itself that mm. has the issues. Mm. That's been their top priority, to make the game playable on all platforms first before implementing cross-play. I mean, that's fair. And that's how you fix the thing correctly. Yeah. I, I love that this game almost essentially weekly since upon official release updates with hundreds of updates in it. Does it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah they I... had big plans and for this like... game. <clears throat> here's here's our hot fix list of over a hundred hot fixes every week. Yeah, they fixed I'm a like... lot. Really? <laughs> Toki, good news, it's almost been downloading on 15%. What? <laughs> oh my god, you deleted it. It's rubbing salt in the wound. It was 117 gig. Well, it's just rubbing salt have... in the wound. Yeah. I mean, you're getting a lot of that tonight, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or do we dare the not mention the clip thing again? <laughs> um. <I did. laughs> Just, just a passing oh. thought. Just a passing thought. Nothing to, you know, stick around on. So worry, we'll play, we'll play Baldur's Gate. You get a bunch more clips, and you can delete them again. It's okay. 
<laughs> no, the the trick is to have everybody else clip them so that she can't delete oh, them. Yeah, that. Yeah. that works too. Oh, that's not true. I still could do that, but I, I'm not gonna touch those. It won't be as I was gonna say as easy as the other. <laughs> as easy as how you did it the first time. Don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how either. That takes some true skills. There, there are days where I really wish that I could, uh, you're, you know, in uh, Meet the Robinsons in the beginning where there's that machine that it's like, oh, you can play memories on the TV by putting this hat on. I wish I could do that to rewatch what I did. Honestly, I so I was know. thinking about this a lot when we were rewatching re the Harry Potter movies, and I wish that I had a pensieve. Right? So I could just take all of my thoughts wow. out of my brain, throw them into this vat of liquid, and then just revisit things that I've forgotten. Because oh, Lord God, have mercy. <laughs> right. That it would be accurate because all my thoughts are floating around over the air. <clears throat> Alright. The next one is just kind of like I just wanted to touch upon it because I don't know if any of you played the Professor Layton games or the Ace Attorney games, but I fell in love with Professor Layton by accident. My mom bought one of the games because she thought she would enjoy it and she never played it and I got it and played it. It was on the 3DS, I believe. And I fell in love with the games. <laughs> I fell in love with the games and... You know, I wasn't familiar with Ace Attorney. I hadn't played any of the Ace Attorney games, but it made me want to play them because of how they integrated the two games into the game together. I forget what it was called. I don't know if it says it here in this article. Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney. Professor Layton is a puzzle game where you have to, like, solve, like, math equations or simple word puzzles or more complex word puzzles depending on where you're at in the game but and it tells a story while you're doing it and it's really well done and it made me want to play the ace attorney games i still haven't because i play too many games and i get overwhelmed and i don't know what to play <laughs> So then the I only just... thing I know from those games that lives rent-free in my head is the objection line. Yes. Objection. Yes. Objection. Which was very prominent in that series. <clears throat> but I do like that the developers were kind of iffy about basically changing how the graphics of their game worked to fit in line with how Professor Layton works. And I feel like because they did that, it opened up a lot more things for them once they like did it you know they got out of their comfort zone and they were like oh hey wait people actually like this okay let's let's do it <clears throat> but i highly recommend i'll i'll just say i highly recommend the professor layton games i'm sure you know ace attorney has its own dedicated group of people who love the game so i'm sure that's worth your stock as well <clears throat> What is our next topic? Steam key. Steam key. Okay, so this one just looks really cute, and you're getting a free key. So there, were, I think there was 
It is a raffle giveaway. It is early access. It's <clears throat> it's in Steam early access for a while. <clears throat> but it's a raffle. There are six ways to enter. It's very Stardew Valley-esque with the graphics and everything. It looks really cute. It's a 2D indie game. And you basically focus on putting beer on tap and <clears throat> stuff like that, which reminds me of the game Tapper. Which was a very, <laughs> very loved game. But I will put this link in the description. Or is it when does it close? Two days. Okay, so this will still be accurate for the podcast. I'll put the link down below for anybody who is listening that would like to join. And what's next? What's next? I think that the next one should... Power World. There you go. Mm -hmm. So I was going to say, do we want to go with that one or... Do we want can I just to... say one thing about Power World? You can say many Lavander. things. Lavander. Wait, Love... do we all know who, who this pal is? No. Should I Google that? it? Lavander. I think you all should Google it. What's it called? Lavander. Lavander, like love. L-O-V-A-N-D-E-R. Oh dear. The pink uh, thing? Yeah, with, mm -hmm. with heart breastesis? Mm -hmm. should, uh, I, I suggest that you should watch the YouTube entry on it. Okay. Because it is hilarious. Lavander. Oh. <laughs> I have not seen this one. I can't fucking spell. Lavander and tree. Can somebody send me the link? Because I'm getting lavender. It's just like lavender doesn't exist. Indeed. And I'll also link this since you guys are probably curious. Get <laughs> into the chat. description that they give it's hilarious is okay i'm gonna play it for them to listen to is this pal actually trying to like charm the trainer sounds like they're trying to hunt him down to spend a night of passion with him <laughs> oh you're kind of like a fortnite character aren't you oh, that's 100 what it is Oh god, she has a heart vagina as well. Okay. Love that you singled that out. Individual lovender attract mates with the scent of first love. And pal deck entry number 49 is lovender, a, a pal who is always searching for a partner to share a night of passion with. 
What does first love smell like? Uh, you're gonna have to find out. Pheromones? Next time on <laughs> It smells like pheromones. Uh, fair enough. Oh, anyway. whoa, what's this? Oh, Ren's still alive. Hello, welcome back. We're talking about Pal World. Uh, Mister is very excited about this game. Oh, I've been excited for this game for so long now. And it's coming to Game Pass on the nineteenth. That's Friday. Yes, it is. <laughs> so he was discussing earlier how he's not sure how they haven't gotten a cease and desist from Nintendo. Yeah. Because they've changed the name and all of the animals, what you want to call them, pals, have different names, and the appearances have been altered. I don't think it's no longer considered copyrighted. That's the wow. thing. If you if you go under artistic copyright, if something has been altered for creative mm -hmm. purposes and does not match one to one the original content, it cannot be claimed. Really? Wow. Yeah. I did a I was I was talking to him about this because I did a paper on that. Um when I was in grad school, we had to do something about copyright infringement and I chose some things about games that were integrated that was was questionable versus ones that were out outwardly basically not following the rules of that but still got away with it for somehow and um oh yeah don't know if uh the viewers at home heard that but the dog just rolled over and grumbled i think he's tired of me being at the computer and not shutting the fuck up laying in bed next to him but <laughs> uh also it's a different genre of game kind of because you're using guns you're not mm -hmm. so they've definitely done it in a way where it makes sense to not be targeted against and everything like it, obviously the similar similarities <laughs> similarities are there because you can kind of see where they got inspiration from other Pokemon and, you know, Pal deck, Pokédex. Like, it's all very similar, play on words type of thing, but this is a very adult game. Like, there are Pokédex entries that are borderline questionable, but these are outright, like, adult only <laughs> from what there's, we just there's, read. There's some Pokemon entries that are way past borderline. But I don't know, like, when I was a kid playing Pokemon, I didn't really read the Pokédex entries. Neither, neither did I. I noticed them when I was older. <laughs> right. So that's what I mean, like... And, you know, if a kid wanders around and, and they happen to see Pal World and, and they read an entry, they're gonna go to Mommy and Daddy and be like, What does mm -hmm. love smell like? Or whatever the hell the entry said, I forget. You know? <laughs> Like, there's going to be more questions and answers, and if if you were my mother as a parent, then you would be like, do you really want to know? And you would be asked twice, are you sure you want to know? Yes. And she would no. let you know what the truth is if you answered yes on that second one. And I always vividly remember this because my sister and me watched Mean Girls, and we were on the way to, I think, my grandparents' house. And she... <laughs> my mom was driving 
and I was in the front seat, my sister was in the back seat, and she goes, what what are rubbers? And my mom was like, do you really want to know? She's like, yeah. She's like, I'm only going to ask you one more time if you really want to know. You answer yes, I'm going to tell you the truth. Yeah, I want to know. And my, and my mom told her, she's like, ew, that's gross. I didn't want to know. It's <laughs> like, well, you shouldn't have asked then. Um, but it looks like fun. It The characters, uh, like you play as look very Fortnite-esque with the guns and the hopping around and stuff. <clears throat> so I, I'm definitely going to play it, especially because it's on Game Pass and I have, I have that. I don't know how much of it I'll end up playing because I still have to play the Pokemon DLC because I got that for myself and I haven't played it yet because I promised myself I needed to beat... Five Nights at Freddy's and uh, how's that working out for you? I rage quit Five Nights at Freddy's, but I still beat it in my eyes. It did not beat me. Listen, if here's the thing, I wanted to finish it, but my thing about that was if it had actually ended at Five Nights, I would have finished it. But once I found out that it's all a fucking lie and you have to play a full week, I couldn't put myself through that torture any longer. Night mm -hmm. six and seven are bonus nights. You don't have to play them. I mean... But... But I was struggling so hard to get through night five. Like, I would get to, like, 3 a.m., 4 a.m., and then... I'd either run out of power because I was anxiously checking more than I needed to, or I would just get caught with some bullshit. And I was I was actually just editing that content this weekend for for YouTube and for clips. And <laughs> he was here, and I went on like a five minute rant above the game, and I was so pissed. I was like, "Yeah, I think it's a good thing that I didn't continue playing that game." <laughs> Because he was just sitting there and going, okay, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was to a point where she was just getting so annoyed I just stopped giving her help. Because I would say something and she'd give me a reason why. I'm just like, okay. Okay, but you you have to realize that it, it wasn't working the way that it my either my brain or the mechanic you were trying to have me use wasn't working the way that you told me that it would. And even, like, trying not, like you said, um stay off the cameras as much and just like check the lights every so often even when I did that I would ch like that one time I looked over checked Chica's she wasn't there looked over to Bonnie or he I don't know anymore they they weren't there and then I looked over and checked to see if Bonnie was there they weren't and then I went to go switch back to check Chica and I got they got me out. Like I'm calling bullshit on that because that's not even enough time for me to to do anything. Because it's a quick flip of the light switch, flip over light switch, turn it off, go back. And by the time I was trying to turn back, it was Chica was in my face screeching her bok bok self. So, Banaf, <laughs> I I it did get me good the first. I don't know while that I was playing it and then I it just got beyond scaring me and just 
became frustration. And I play games to enjoy them. And if I get to a point where my frustration is taking over and I can't get past it. Because, like, there were times where, as I was streaming it, I would just be dead silent. At some points, I'd stop breathing, trying to, like, concentrate on finishing it. It just didn't work out. So I was like, you know what? It's time we move on. <laughs> we move on to FNAF 2. Yep. Yep, I did buy FNAF 2, so... That will be played. I still owe you guys a full mortuary assistant. Mm -hmm. Which I am not happy about. Because, <laughs> uh, that fucking game gets me real good. But, um, last but not least is the trailer for Squid Game Season 2. And I, it makes sense that they're making another one because it's a reality show type of, well, it's not a reality show because it's real life, but it's, it's a, what is the word I'm looking for? Game show where you compete for money and it makes sense that they would do it again. But at the same time, like it, the first one was so intense <laughs> Yeah. And I haven't watched. There's a reality show going on right now. I haven't watched any that, of that. Speaking of reality show, game show, right? There were contestants from that show that are suing it for the conditions they were put in. Oh yeah. And yeah, I'm like, you signed, you signed up to be under the same conditions that were in the show. What did you expect? Right. It's other than getting shot you in the head. You signed an NDA and a contract stating that you were okay with, you know, being in these living quarter conditions and being fed and whatnot the same way. Yeah, I so feel like... Yeah, there's definitely a choice and they made the wrong one for themselves. Because, mm -hmm. obviously, they... Uh, didn't appreciate it. This this one is coming out this year, so it was just a couple of years between the two mo movies, right? Or series, I guess I should call it. There's new challenges they're implementing, new players. I don't know if it's more money for the second time around. I'm just quickly rewatching the trailer. Somebody managed to sneak in a scene in this trailer from uh, Escape Room 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I'll watch it. I feel like at the end of season one, there was no call for the main guy to dye his hair. Like, I get it, you're the protagonist. We don't need you to make it more clear. <laughs> yeah, I... <sighs> That was weird. <laughs> he came out with a new hairstyle. I'm like, bro, you're still, you're still him. Like, what? It, why? Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's such a like anime color. You know what I mean? Cause like, mm -hmm. that doesn't exist in traditional areas. Like, having hair like that is unheard of. 
and then he comes out looking like that. I'm just like, what was the thought process there? You came out a new person? No, you came out a fucked up person. Like, <laughs> you didn't escape from the Squid Game. You just got money. <laughs> and no amount of money is worth all of the shit that they went through in that. And I don't know why anybody would do, like, a real-life challenge. Like, even if you're not, obviously, getting a gun to your head. And dying because you failed a task. The trailer you hold up is a fan-made trailer, though. Yeah. The, it, the, it is existing. There are real elements of it. Mm-hmm. But, um... Mm. I just... I'm just so tired of sequels being something that happens just to do it instead of it making sense for the series or whatever it is. Like Squid Game was perfect ending on that one movie or series. Ten was it ten episodes? I don't remember. It was they in- kinda left it on the cliffhanger that he was going to go back and destroy it. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I just, I just don't know anymore. Like things are just so meh in that realm of things that I'm just like, I don't know. But we shall see, cause I will be watching it, cause I am a glutton for punishment. As Ren said on stream last night, what do you hate yourself when I played <laughs> Lethal and Hunt Showdown? <laughs> Yep. And the answer is an obviously. Yeah, you died. You died in lethal. You got you you got wrecked. I didn't die as often as I thought I would. You died a lot in Hunt Showdown. I did. But Yo, can you win the final game? Yeah, and I got a kill. I did get a kill, which I was surprised about. Because of the MMR system. Like, so basically, I know how it works. Like, if you kill someone that's higher than you, you get more MMR for it. <clears throat> you get upgraded, so to speak. And it's a good game. It's definitely a game that I need people to play with. Like, it was hard getting into matches because nobody wanted to play with me because I was brand new to the game. Which kind of sucked. <laughs> Which game? Hunt. Oh. Because <clears throat> people would keep joining me and they would immediately leave. Because I was a level one. I think I'm a level three now. This one dude kept joining my sh- my queue like multiple times. And he eventually wrote, he's like, what the fuck? Like, just... <laughs> Yeah, what the fuck? Just play with me, goddammit. And then I got that really cool dude at the end who was super helpful and was teaching me, like, all the things. Because, like, I've watched a lot of Hunt, you know what I mean? But it's different than actually playing it. Yep. <clears throat> but I do enjoy it. We definitely, I definitely need, like, in a partner or two people to play Hunt with. And I would, like, Lethal was fun with just me and Mr. But once Bolin joined us, it was, like... A little bit better, so I think having a full lobby for that would be good too. Mister was also looking at mods to add as well, so modded lethal will be coming. 
Yes. But yeah, uh, that yeah, was. Just to get the game and play. Huh? What? What? I don't know. <laughs> what did What did you say? I said, and then after I finished doing that, we forced Toki to play with us. She I can't. can't. My laptop specs won't support it. Boo. I have an Intel Core i3 chip. I need at least an i5. Somebody sponsor Toki and give her a gaming laptop or PC. Wow. Uh, I'll, s I'll send out a. Uh, I'll send out some videos. Anybody got any clips? Je Jesus. Oh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Damn. That's where we're gonna leave it. Have, I still have VODs and I still have some past highlights. That's all that matters, okay? <laughs> and that's all you're gonna get, so you better enjoy it. <laughs> Anyways, I guess that's a good place to leave off. Uh, any any lasting thoughts, concerns, questions, digs at Toki. <laughs> Going once. No, I think that's it. At least for me. Going twice. Good. Sold to the highest bidder that was all of us, because we're all good. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for joining me on this episode. And I'll have their links below. I'll also have some of the topics links as well linked below in case you wanted to look more into it. And You're gonna have to update those links, by the way. Hmm. You're gonna update those links. What links? The links that are on the podcast. I'm confused. Because Toki's name has changed and mine is incorrect. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, what, what? What? I I thought you were being funny, but no, it'll. I'll fix it. And yeah, so um, Toki is now known as T underscore ghoul219 on Twitch. She is no longer Toki Ghoul. She wanted to shorten it. And Ren probably doesn't want his link. He wants me to link Toki's. You can find me there. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> or at twitch.tv slash KT Cupcake. Or Sentinel. Like, <laughs> or uh, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank on her name. The person that plays Overwatch. <gasps> what? 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 Nothing. <laughs> All right. Anyways, thank you guys for listening to this episode of the podcast. Make sure you like and share it and follow all of the things for all of the you know knowing for all of us and for future things upcoming um we are still looking for a sponsor so make sure you share it so we can have those opportunities also hashtag free rent from basement or not <laughs> good night bye, -bye. Mwah. bye.